Hello, my loves. We are going to talk about something very near and dear to my heart today, which is journaling. So if you guys have done any programs with me before, like, you know, I'm obsessed with journaling. I'm obsessed with uh, it's it's really the aspect of shadow work that I love about journaling. It's that we can write down our thoughts and see things that maybe aren't as, you know, aren't as in our faces when they're just in our heads. Okay. So if you guys know me at all, if you've worked with me, um, if you're a student of mine, just, you know, if you've been following the podcast for a while, you know that I am very, very earth-based. My chart is predominantly earth. Yes, I have quite a bit of fire and air, but, um, and if you put me in whole signs, I guess there's water too, but I am predominantly an earth energy. So for me, getting my thoughts out of my head is one of the most powerful ways for me to get shit done. Okay. And when I say get shit done, I mean, organizing my life, you know, taking back control, but also getting all of the energy out of my brain, all the thoughts, all the chaos, all the madness out of my brain and onto paper. And so when I can do that through a journaling process, I'm able to see avenues that I'm not so likely to see when it's all stuck up in my head. If you guys um, are listening to this, you might be resonating in the sense that, you know, there's so much going on in the mental realm that we can hide from ourselves, or there's so much that we can't see all the information. It's like looking at a sea of information and how are you going to point anything out in that sea of information when it's just like this vast moving ocean, right? Or a needle in a haystack or whatever metaphor you want to use. It takes um, some sorting and some discernment, which are very earth-focused words, in order to find clarity. So in a lot of my programs, you know, in my certification, in the membership every month, we do constant journaling because journaling helps you get into yourself, your soul, and your, um, your truth, okay? It gets you into your truth. So we're going to talk about journaling today in one specific way that has changed my life. And I'm going to offer it to you today because I love you guys. And I think that this can help radically transform the world. If you're not already doing it, I think it's going to help. So if you're listening to this and you're already a journaler, cool. I'm going to bring some new things to the table today that you guys can play with. If you're listening to this and you're not a avid journal or journaler, <laughs> um, journaly, you don't write, you know, you know, reflect on yourself. Uh, that's totally okay. If it doesn't feel authentic, I mean, maybe this isn't the episode for you, but if this has been maybe something you've been interested in, or, you know, you do want to get your thoughts out of your head, maybe keep going with me on this ride today and see what I present to you that will help you change your life. So our topic today, our, our, our real boiled down pinpointed topic today is actually about bad habits, okay? And specifically how we can use astrology to break bad habits. And this has been a main, main focus for me right now as I have Saturn just moving into my sixth um, and in, uh, what am I trying to say? In Placidus, in that house system, I have 
Chiron in my six. So when I really look at those two aspects for myself right now, and if that's gibberish, don't worry about it. But if I look at those two aspects in my life right now, they're bringing up a very, very deep self-focus into my habits, my routines, and specifically my bad habits and my bad routines. Like what am I doing that's in alignment with what I want to achieve and what am I not? Okay. So I wanted to talk about this because I think that we all need to shift our habits. We all need to shift our routines, our approaches in some way or another to actually get where we want to go. Okay. And so we're going to talk about how we can break bad habits through your moon sign today. And specifically, we're going to talk about how you can journal in order to see and find deep clarity around those bad habits and how you're going to break them. Okay. So the first step of this process is obviously get a journal. If you're not a journaler and you want to begin this journey with me, get a journal, get a specific and dedicated space where you can constantly be pouring out your thoughts. It can be on your phone. If you are a notes person, um, on my phone, I'm, I like to write. I very much love the feeling of paper and pen. I love to physically be able to write out information. I don't know why it doesn't um, feel the same when I dump information into my phone, when I journal on my phone. I also absolutely hate having my phone out in the the morning and the evening um and so journaling on my phone is just too much light in my eyes it's too much it's just too much i'm very sensitive um i can't i can't do it so if you are a person that likes you know to write on your phone absolutely go for it go for your phone use it if you're like me and you need a journal you know you can go out and get a beautiful journal or uh, i have a brain dump book too so i have a journal that's you know, a, a nicer journal that I actually keep all my thoughts in and do my daily ritual. And I can't find my book right now. I'm like looking around, but I also just have a, like a, th a ringed notebook, okay. Of lined paper. And that's where I do a lot of my processing as well. So there's no right or wrong here. Just get somewhere where you can get your thoughts onto something out of your head. Okay. And this is just going to be your reflection place. And you know that every day, if that's what you're going to commit to like me, or, you know, once a week or whatever, whenever you're called to, you can go into that space and get the thoughts out of your mind and allow yourself to see and process information. Okay. That's going to be step one. Just get a journal. Super easy. Step two is that you need to understand your moon sign. So if you are brand new to this channel, hi. Um, if you are brand new to astrology, hi, welcome. It's time to learn your moon sign. If you have been with me for a while, it's likely that you know your moon sign. So you're going to need to get intimately, intimately um, knowing the energy of your moon sign. Guys, I apologize on my brain lately. The Neptune sun conjunction has me unable to think. So just go with me on this one. If I lose my words, I'm sorry. But okay, yeah, you're going to need to know your moon sign. And you're going to need to know the frequency of your moon sign. So we're not going to go into this today. Um, I do have a masterclass on emotional karma. If you want to understand the low octaves of your moon sign and the high octaves of your moon sign, you can hop in there and understand. I'll actually drop that in the show notes for you. Otherwise, you're literally just going to, I don't know, you can go to Pinterest, you can go to Google, use your discernment. There is a lot of garbage astrology out there. You could pick up one of my favorite books. I think I have it around here. 
maybe not. Um, it's called The Luminaries by Liz Green. I was looking that you guys are stacked on books, just so you know. <laughs> I was like, is it in there? Anyway, um, so you're going to want to know your moon sign intimately, okay? Because you want to understand what are the high and low octaves of your moon. Your moon is your bad habits, okay? It's your good habits. It's your habits. It's your comforts. And as one of the most amazing astrologers I've read through, uh, Liz Green, again, mentions in that book, The Luminaries, she calls it the unmet need. And that really, really resonated with me. It's one of those statements that um, lives in my brain rent-free, that whole, whole sentence, you know, because when you look through astrology, when you start to study astrology, you read a lot of books. That's just part of this. And you take away the, the knowledge and frequency that you're meant to receive. So there's going to be certain words and certain energy forces that are more, more focused for you. And that was one for me was this idea of the unmet need and the habits. Okay. Because we form habits from our unmet needs, or we form habits from our, you know, met needs. So if you feel like all the needs you have within you are being met, then you're likely going to be using a lot of good habits. Now, good habits are a lot harder to form because they often take more work, right? It takes more work to get up at 6 a.m. than to snooze through your alarm. It takes more work to roll out your yoga mat than it does to lay in bed or lay on the couch and watch Netflix. So good habits often take more energy than bad habits, but bad habits are life energy suckers. Okay, so good habits are life energy givers and, you know, bad habits are life energy suckers. So we want to pay attention to this as we are processing through what are our bad habits and what are we falling into and why. So understanding your unmet need is going to be key here. So you're going to be diving into your moon sign. What are the highs and the lows of that energy? So I'll give you an example of my own because, you know, it helps me to be able to tell you guys uh, how I process. And then you guys can kind of use that in tandem. So I have a Leo moon. And knowing that I have a Leo moon and it's in the 10th or 11th house, depending on which house system I am working with right at that moment, knowing that I have a Leo moon means intimately I know that the needs of my moon are to be adored, to be um, creatively expressing myself, to be entertaining, to be, um, to feel special. Okay, to feel loved, to feel very important is part of my my energy. And that can go either way, right? It can go into the low octave of needing external validation. It can go into the low octave of having hissy fits and tantrums. And if you guys have been with me for a while, you know, I describe my moon as the Disney princess, like throwing herself on the bed, um, just in an absolute fit because she didn't get her way. That was me as a kid, hundred percent. But knowing this, that the high octaves of my moon are self-love, right? Radical self-love. Uh, really expressing myself and feeling safe to be myself. And when it's in the 10th house, I feel very, very safe when I'm working on my personal legacy, when I'm working toward a goal, you know, it's conjunct my midheaven too, my Jupiter and a whole bunch of other things that we won't go into today. But when I tap into that, I know my job here on earth 
is tied into my emotional health and therefore my habits are going to be tied to work. So I'll give you guys just a good plain example here of having your moon in the 10th house or conjunct your midheaven. I get my needs met by working, which means I may overwork or I may want validation for doing work, you know, um, I didn't put full effort into because Leo can be quite lazy. So these are just examples of how you can start to look at this energy force is like, what are the high levels of being a Leo moon? And what are the low levels of being a Leo moon for you? That's going to be whatever your moon sign is, you're going to tap into that. Like, if you're an Aries, we know that Aries is active, it's ambitious, it's driven, it's passionate, it's excited, um, it's a trailblazer, but it's also angry, right? It's also rage-filled, and you know it, the Aries moon doesn't pick its battles very well, and on its low octave, sorry, we'll say that, but the Aries moon it's combative. It wants to fight. It wants to like you know um, it wants to just bring the fight because that's an unmet need being expressed. So the unmet need might be like the ex, um, expelling of energy. Okay. The shift of moving energy out of the body. These are like things we can just tap into. So knowing those low and high octaves helps you understand what is the unmet need. So for me, my unmet need is when I'm in my low octave of my moon, it's because I'm not loving myself. Okay. Because I'm seeking adoration, love, you know, praise from the outside world. When I am in alignment, I am that praise, right? I am like, yep, love what I'm doing, love where I'm at. I'm gonna, I'm good. I'm good. So I have to turn into me, so like celebrate me, love me, express, am I, am I being creative? Am I letting my creative force out? Am I doing Leo things? Okay. So knowing what is the unmet need is the process. We have to start writing this down. So you're going to write down, you know, what are the low and high octaves and what is your unmet need and try and pinpoint something that helps you understand why you do what you do. So this leads me to the next part. You got to boil down the highs and the lows, the unmet need to understand why do you keep doing what you're doing? Okay. Why do you keep avoiding work? Why do you keep procrastinating? Why do you think ne things need to be perfect? Why do you, um, you know, avoid messy action, whatever it is that your moon is trying to achieve, you know, if say, okay, a Taurus moon is a really great example, a Taurus moon on its low octave will seek comfort by hoarding. Okay. I've seen it a million times, but a Taurus moon, the unmet need of that Taurus moon is physical security. And that physical security isn't coming through the 65 items you just bought that day. You have to provide the physical security somehow through, you know, your body, through your lifestyle. The, the Taurus moon isn't seeking to buy everything. It's seeking to feel safe and secure. And the act of buying things tricks the brain into thinking that you're safe and secure. When reality is, that that's not the basis of why you keep repeating the pattern. Okay. So unmet need for Taurus moon is buying way too many things. All of a sudden you're in debt shit. Now you don't feel physically secure. Why is that happening is because your unmet need is being met with something that is unaligned, right? It's not 
helping. So these are just examples of how we can look at those low octaves, the unmet need, and understand why do you keep repeating the same pattern? Right? Why do you keep doing the same things? You're going to start journaling about this. I want you to see yourself raw and up close and intimately and understand all the things that you are frustrated about, the things where you're not showing up, where you keep hitting that snooze button, where you don't roll out your yoga mat, you don't get out of the house, all the things that are coming up. Why? Right? Why? It's a question that you know you might not come to right away. And you can even invert this process a bit and write out first, what are your bad habits? And write out what your good habits are too, right? See both. Write out your bad habits, your good habits, write out what you want your habits to be, and then reflect on your low and high octaves of your moon and what is the unmet need. You know, it's like a, it's like a weird flow chart that I'm not going to draw out right now, but you know, it's, you know, what are the bad habits? What are the good habits? What are your unmet needs and why, right? High, low octave. Why do you do the things you do? It's like the deep discovery. So then through that, okay, you have high octave, low octave, good habits, bad habits. What are the new healthy habits you need to feel safe and secure and full? Because the unmet need really just wants you to be safe, wants you to feel comfort. It wants you to feel um, protected right? The moon is the subconscious protection, the mother energy, you're safe, secure, you're nourished. Are you nourishing yourself with the right things? And if you're not, what are the new things you're going to bring into your life in order to make you feel nourished? I'm going to give you guys another example. I have been nourishing my moon. So tapping into my moon in the 10th house for a second. So 10th house is Capricorn, it's Saturn, it's the personal legacy, it's structure. Either way, I've got my midheaven connected to my moon. So that's Capricorn, that's status, that's uh, Saturn. It's very, very structured. My moon needs structure, okay? The Leoness in me wants to lead, it wants to um, express, it wants to do all those things, but the, the Saturn energy wants me to be structured, it needs form. It needs discipline. And so how I've been self-soothing through this process of understanding, what do I need? You know, I've been journaling. I've been reflecting. I pull my tarot cards every single day. I, I go through my journey to boil down. What do I need? And my need is more Saturn in my, my life, more discipline, more structure, more organization, more goals, not even just goals, more systems to get to the goals. And when I have that, I feel safe. Okay. So what I've been doing since December is this very Saturn work. If you've been with me for a while, you know, I've been very focused on um, discipline, structures, systems. The books I've been reading have been all like, one was Discipline is Destiny. The other one I'm reading right now is Atomic Habits. Um, I read another one called You Are the, the Mountain Is You. You Are the Mountain. The mountain is you, I think. Um, they're all focused on getting your shit together, getting better habits in place so you can achieve your goals. And that makes my moon feel very safe. That is the way I change my bad habits into good habits is to see what do I need, right? What is the unmet need? That's what you need to figure out right now. And you're going to journal on this. You're going to write it all down. You're going to create that crazy little flow chart I just talked about, you know, good habits, bad habits, high
high octave, low octave, where are we going with it? Right. What is the need? Maybe you have a bunch of like, I'm just seeing this like graph that I'm just maybe going to create after this. And, and you, you can pinpoint all those places. Okay. Okay. So this is, this is the, the process you're going to go through of understanding and starting a journal practice with your astrology to understand yourself so, so deeply. And if you've already started a journaling process with your cosmic blueprint, shout out to you. I love it. Keep going. Use this, bring it in. I wanted to make this a super short episode. So I'm glad that it all came out really, really easily, really fluidly, because I want you guys to have these like bite-sized things you can take into your life to implement change. So I want you guys to let me know in the comments or however you're going to let me know, how is this showing up for you? What's coming up for you? Are you having aha moments? Like literally, as I was saying this, I was having more aha moments about Saturn, my midheaven and my moon conjunction. Hadn't even thought about it before. I knew I had that 10th house energy. So there was a Saturn flavor, but like now I'm like, wow, there's even more Saturn flavors going on that I'm having aha moments. So I want to know what are your aha moments? Like, tell me what is coming up for you. The breakthroughs you're experiencing. I love hearing them. And please, if you made it through this whole video and you loved this content, please make sure to like and subscribe so I can keep know, giving you this magical good stuff and we can keep growing together. So I'm sending you so much love on this beautiful day. Have a beautiful, whatever day it is when you're watching this.